What is up guys? Welcome back to the Daily Snap. Today we're going to look at my round three uh, opponent, I'm sorry, round four opponent in Neil, which is Spaceship Driver. Uh, this is our battle mode event. This was us playing for top four. Neil was 3-0. I was 2-1. If I was able to win, I'd just probably squeak my way into top four, but Neil was playing for his undefeated. Um, what I want to talk about in this particular set is understanding battle mode a little bit better and looking how to better yourself and understand the games. Um, you know, there's a lot of unknown information going into these games, right? You know, your opponent, you don't know exactly what your opponent's playing. Early snaps aren't particularly great uh, because honestly, you don't know exactly where you're going to end up or land. So it's important to understand when you're behind in games. Uh, you know, this is a game here where, you know, I, I don't have the worst hand ever, but I only have a limited information about my opponent, which is that he's, you know, looks like he's playing a Zabu Darkhawk deck. Um, and although my hand was okay, I could walk away from that game only letting my opponent know that I have Daredevil and he has super flow. So he's already super ahead. Like, I'm not going to be able to catch up in overall resource spending. So what I got there is I understand now that he is a Zabu... Um, a Zabu Darkhawk deck, at least on the ground floor, at the very least, that's what he is. All he can know for me is I'm a Daredevil deck, so I can lose one cube there and move on to the next game and try and continue to gather this information. So same thing here again. I have a Darkhawk. He has Zabu, you know, Zabu Court again. So I, I didn't get anything new. He hasn't get anything new yet. We have Baxter building. You can see I don't have the same type of hand here. Um, while Polaris is okay to move some stuff out of the way, it's not spectacular uh, by any means. So I have to understand, you know, and, and my opponent hits turn three Moon Girl. So now the amount of ways that he can just flat win the game is a lot. So now I know he has the Moon Girl, which means, you know, he's playing Darkhawk. He uh, very likely is playing She-Hulk. You know, I'm trying to gather all this information as best as possible to figure out the best ways for me to win the game without giving any more further details um, about my secrets or my hide, you know, like my big things. So there on a turn, you know, he had four resources. He played one for a Quinjet and then had three remaining. So he probably just hit a Darkhawk under there is my guess. Uh, we have the mid stacked. We're currently not in the best place for the right. We get to see this card he plays now uh, to fully understand everything that he wants to do in this game and make our decisions based on if we can win the game. You know, we do have a Miles Morales that's free. We did not pick up any uh, anything else. So we still don't have our Human Torch, which is our key factor of winning. Our opponent just passes. So that is just a telltale that he has She-Hulk, if not two She-Hulks. I mean, there's basically no way for me to win this game. And there's also no reason for me to give him any more information. Um, which is also important, right? Like, so I could just retreat now knowing that I can't beat double She-Hulk um, unless I draw Arrow. I think that's the only way that I can possibly do it. Uh, so I can set up that line because right now we have nine, which means he has four. So we didn't draw the Arrow, though, so we can't win the game. Um, so because of that, you know, even if he moves all four, it goes to ten. We only have to move... Uh, realistically, we only had to move Daredevil over uh, just to secure that. So we would have had 11 and still have been 3 and 3. And then we could have arrowed to uh, Dark Dimensions. 
but we still don't have Arrow. Uh, we don't have a way to win the game. The Heimdall is definitely not a great line to win the game. You know, as we're running through everything, we're trying to figure out exactly how we could win. The Angela was a really mediocre draw. Um, we basically know that the only way we could have beat Double She-Hulk was with Arrow. So we have to just walk away from this game. Uh, and on top of that, we have to walk away from this game without giving him the details of us having Heimdall uh, in our deck. Because that's also kind of important. But you can see going through the lines, just hit the retreat later button, takes the two damage. We go... You know, we go down to seven, or we take the one damage, and we go to eight. Uh, and that's, like, just kind of the way you have to understand how to play these rounds. Because if you can't win, it's not worth sacrificing the extra cubes for. Um, and then, once again, like, for me to play Heimdall there to try and win uh, is a pretty mediocre attempt at winning, honestly, because it, it's like, I'm giving it away. I'm likely not winning left ever against the Darkhawk. Uh, so that's also a rough go-ahead. He hits Zabu again. He has Zabu 1-2 in all, th in all three of these first couple games. The hub giving us She-Hulk is quite interesting. Uh, hitting his Moon Girl is also quite interesting. So we actually hit Snap here because we feel like in this port in the game, this might be the only time that Neil might consider leaving after losing his Moon, after losing his Moon Girl. So that's like... It's more of a, a head play, like, oh, can you? are you sure you can beat me without your Moon Girl? Neil decides that he can. He feels pretty good about it. Neil has many ways to win uh, in within his deck. You know, having the Darkhawk, having the She-Hulk, um, having Arrow and other things. So he has plenty of ways to attempt to win games. So we move his guy over again. We play Cloak. You still can see this, like, really upsetting lines of play here and I think I might have messed up a little bit here um I decided to go with the Hulkbuster which is okay you know it's gonna buff again be real big gonna allow us to move with Doctor Strange but I can't I don't think I can play a card on turn five and then here's the big thing he moves this over which is all right we get this nine power Polaris which isn't the end of the world right so nine power is pretty big over there but we're very likely both skipping this turn um, and since we're both skipping this turn, you know, that's a problem because I also can't play my She-Hulk to the left, so I have to find another way to win. I have to hope that 10 power She-Hulk is going to win me a lane, uh, and I have to also hope that it's not super awful with, um, Doctor Strange. You can see I'm just trying to do the math of like, okay, if I play two here, I'll have three left over. My She-Hulk will cost three, which means I can She-Hulk and Doctor Strange, which would have been a nice way to get a lot of power. But we both end up passing. So since we both end up passing, I know that he has two big cards. He doesn't. He's not totally aware of what my two big cards are, but we're playing for a straight 50-50 at this point. Um, and, like, yeah, I know he can't play his She-Hulk left. So, like, there is a world where maybe I can Doctor Strange. So maybe, like, 14 is good enough if he doesn't play there. Um, but... This is where he snaps back. So when he snaps back, I kind of just chicken out because it would have been the game. And I don't, I'm not confident enough where I am to think that I can win. So I have to hit the retreat now. So he definitely gets me on the snap. I think I, w I, was, I was confident to stay in there for four cubes, but not for eight. Uh, it it would have been very easy for him to just beat me with Darkhawk and She-Hulk uh, if I had guessed wrong. So that's why I had to get out of there. It might have been okay. 
Um, but in the end, I think it was all right to, to leave out of that one. So the TVA game is another one that looks okay and promising for me, but we don't still don't have like our big hitters. He hits his turn one play, so we're even there. Um, he, you know, we get Sakar. Uh, this is obviously before the change, so he gets we get Daredevil. He gets Sunspot. That's also really good because he didn't have to pay for it. You know, right here, I think there's a world where I probably should have just played Beast. Um, pick up our cards and start over to try and win that way. But doing it on turn three is still pretty okay, uh, nonetheless. So we, even, we actually end up just putting it here. Um, and what this allows us to do is it allows us to beast next turn, pick up everything. Uh, well, actually, I forgot about the, the cloak. So it allows us to pick up the two guys in the center here. The Daredevil's effect doesn't ever matter. Uh, can't play here after four also doesn't matter. So... We basically have this line of like, okay, like he hit the zap. He basically had exactly what he needed in the early game to beat us, because now he can just turn three and turn four like big thing, and we really can't beat it honestly. So yeah, we pick up our guys, we get some tricks left over, but he just moon girls now. Um, so he has six power there, and we just we didn't get really what we needed. You know, we could play Angela. Um, we could play Iron Fist, and then we could play Daredevil to move, but you will never have enough power to actually win either lane here. We know whatever he has is gigantic. Like, so it, it, as soon as he snaps, the game is like completely over. There's just no way that I'm going to continue with this. Uh, there's losing these cubes. There's uh, with this hand. Like, if I had had. The Johnny Storm, like, maybe we can make an argument for it, you know? Like, you can see me doing the math and see me running through the numbers. But in the end, it's just not... It's not feasible, right? So, you can see this, right? We just played four straight games. I retreated in four straight games. Uh, the one game we could have argued, like, I could have won a 50-50. Uh, but for eight cubes, it didn't feel like the right time or position to try and win the 50-50. So, that's what we're trying to, to do. We're trying to... In, in games like this, right? Like, we're clearly outmatched. Uh, we don't... He has a better matchup. He has the better cards. He has a lot of things going on that are just 100% better than what we're doing. So, we need to utilize Marvel Snap's core mechanic to our the best of our ability to try and win games. And what I mean by that is locations. I knew that there was certain there were there was going to be a certain game in our set that locations were going to end up giving me a win. Warrior Falls is an interesting one. So he goes the two. Um, we can we Polaris here is the safe play. So we Polaris because if he skips, then the sunspot isn't going to be that big. He's he's kind of sacrificing his sunspot here, which is what could have happened uh, in a way. But we end up buffing our Polaris, moving the Korg over, and it tied the Sunspot. It was a complete blowout play. Uh, you know, we start snapped, so we're already at two. I think I could have snapped there, but I think it's good that I didn't, ironically. Uh, so we go into turn four, you know, we get to Spider-Man here, and we get to grow our Polaris. So we have Miles Morales on the left now, and then we have Polaris on the right, who's a nine power. And then he goes mid for Moon Girl. Now, this is very interesting for us because we have we don't have a great line. Like we don't want to play Beast. There's really no reason to play Rock um, at all. Like not even a little bit anywhere. So we end up 
deciding to pass on this turn. And the the what you're going to see happen here is the complete blowout. But this is <laughs> this is to the the credit of Neil's deck because Neil feels like even though Warrior Falls completely crushes him, that he's still very much in the game the entire time. And I think that's the thing. So we know he's going to pass, or we assume he's going to pass, and then he doesn't. So he brings his own arrow, and his arrow just gets eaten by our Polaris. But that gives us all the chance in the world to win this game now, because we just snap. Uh, and this is only for five damage. It's only for half of, of Neil's health. But this is a big five damage. This is a big five damage. This puts us back in the game. This, all this literally evens the playing field uh, if Neil doesn't, you know, if Neil decides that he can win. And the big thing here is that this is game five. He had never seen the arrow. So he has a Shang-Chi, doesn't do anything, has a Darkhawk. It wins him middle, but it gets us five cubes. So even though we retreated the first four games, we got back into the set right in one game. And that's possible. That's why it's big not to overcommit in early rounds if you're not absolutely confident. You know, I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of games ending in three or four rounds. You're not gathering the correct information uh, about your games. You know, you need to... You need to gather as much information about your opponent's deck before you can make these decisions of throwing it all away. Now, this is the first game that we have Human Torch, and it's on Quantum Tunnel. So this is a really, really interesting uh, location for us. Because it, it gives us... It's definitely better for him because he has like cheap things to trade. Like He just trades his Quinjet into the tunnel and comes out with a American Chavez, which is awesome. Of course, we trade for the rock that he corged, which is awful. But we get to move Johnny Storm over, which is nice. So we get the you know the big power buff there. We have the Stark. We get to draw the uh, the Iron Fist again, which I thought was awesome. So this Doctor Strange gets to move our Human Torch over, right? So we get to have big, giant, awesome Human Torch, uh, which is great for us. He's gigantic. He goes to the eight power you know and now we have iron fist again we're gonna snap we feel pretty good about this game um the tunnel here the, whatever we're gonna move over here if we hit the johnny storm the johnny storm is gonna be a million power in the mid so we mean girls he also snapped us back so this is basically very likely going to be the last game unless me or him uh retreats on turn six so we get to pick up the Human Torch, kick the Human Torch. The Human Torch goes to 24 power. So we are winning the mid by a very, very big amount. We got another Iron Fist, <laughs> which is really, really hilarious. So we're Iron Fisting in the mid. He doesn't do anything, right? So we Iron Fist in the mid, and we get Arrow. He doesn't play anything. That's fine. We now know that our next card is Iron Fist, uh, and we have priority by a long shot. Now, we ha he played Moon Girl. He skipped on turn 5. He probably has two She-Hulks, or he has, uh, you know, She-Hulk plus Arrow, She-Hulk plus, um, you know, d Dino, or not Dino, Darkhawk. Like, we know our odds, but the honest truth here is that he has to beat us in the mid still. Because if we Heimdall and kick, everything's going to move left. We're going to have a million power on left, and then we're going to have 13 power in the mid. Which, because of that, it means he has to play mid. Because he's not going to beat us on left. There's just there's no way he beats us left. But he, that means he has to play to the mid. And we're basically playing for him to roll his dice in the mid and see if he can beat 13 power. The other choice could have been to play Heimdall mid. Um, 
our Heimdall left to try and get that extra power, but it didn't feel good enough. We knew we were going to get the kick because of the Iron Fist from the, from the last turn. He gets to play three cards, which was just really, really good. Uh, we kicked our Johnny Storm to the left for 48 power to bring it to 60. We moved the Heimdall in the mid. He played Shang-Chi mid uh, and then hits the arrow, so he gets to beat us in the mid, gets to beat us on the right. He gets the game. He did have the double She-Hulk. Uh, so, yeah, the big thing there was he didn't even really need to... to if he had thought over a little bit better... He would have realized that the Shang-Chi left would have been his best play because I had priority, and he just crushes me. Uh, you can see me taking a picture there. But that was really just the lesson I wanted to talk about battle mode. You know, it is, it's a great uh, format, but you have to learn through the games. You're, it's not like ladder climbing where you just run away and retreat all the time. You need to do, everything you're doing has to be strategic, and that is what is different in battle mode is that I had to learn my lessons in 1 through 4 to then kind of quote sneak attack him in games 5 and game 6. He had not seen Heimdall nor Arrow at all in our first four games. So Arrow was able to steal me a win in 5 and Heimdall nearly steal, stole me a win in 6. Uh, so these are the important things that you need to look at when you're playing in battle mode and I really wanted to take this time. Shout out to Neil who won the event playing this deck. Uh, this was my favorite set that I played in the event. I felt like I played as good as I possibly could against a deck that was far better than mine and gave it a real run for its money to, honestly, at the end of the game, he said it was like a 33% chance that I would have won had he missed on his tunnel. So all of those things considered, very happy with my own performance, very happy that Neil was able to get the big win uh, congratulations to him, but this was a more of a video to understanding battle mode a little bit better to play better and understand not to snap for those eight cubes in games like one and two unless you're absolutely certain you're going to win and you have to be really, really certain because you have no idea what your opponent's playing. You have to understand that that's a big deal of battle mode is this unknown, you know, you might look and say, oh, they're just the normal... Darkhawk deck, but that's not always true. Like, they might have some secret tech that you don't know about, right? Like, battle mode is best one on surprise factors and surprise cards. So, thank you guys for listening today. Check out this video over here discussing our next event that starts tomorrow, and we'll catch you guys in the next one. If you learn anything, please help me out for helping you out. Hit that subscribe button, and of course, of course hit that like button. See you guys later in the next one. Bye.